Hello, and welcome to TNT, the Technology and Things podcast. Your host, Paul Ferraro, is a former IT exec and currently a technology advisor. Jeff Kruger, a fellow technology enthusiast, is the co-host. They both spent many years working for a Fortune 500 company and are both passionate about leadership, technology, and the community. Oh, no, now I just cursed on the TNT podcast. Oh, no, Jeffrey. Ugh. God damn it. I was really... Tr- uh, T, there you did it. I was really trying not to do that on this podcast. I felt like we were trying to raise the level of professionalism. Well, you know, we do we do what we can do. That's true. Well, welcome to a, another live edition of TNT. It's exciting to be with you guys again. Absolutely. Um, we have some exciting news. So the other day we did our twentieth um, episode. We right? did our twentieth episode yeah. with Trey Layton, and that was a good episode. And had a lot of fun with Trey, and we we had some stuff to raffle off, and so we actually have a winner oh, to great. announce. So we we get to hear the results. We I have a winner. So that was a drum roll, in case you didn't thank know. You. And uh, yeah. His name is Kevin Fouts, and uh, he is based in Arizona. And um, so, yeah, thank you for listening, Kevin, and thank you for... Congratulate. He gets yeah. the laptop, Congrats. Huh? Yeah, he got the Dell laptop. Oh, yeah. yeah. Dude, you're getting a Dell. <laughs> Dude, he got a Dell. <laughs> that's so uh, that's pretty cool. So, and then uh, we had lots of folks that are getting the uh, Bluetooth headsets. I won't read off all the names so there's like 50 of them or yeah, something right yeah wow. so we had a good we had a really good uh reception on that look at us giving things away yeah. sponsored content like uh who would who would have imagined we'd, we'd get to this vaunted level of broadcasting this episode we're not giving anything away <laughs> we, we don't have any more budget for any free giveaways <laughs> we blew it all <laughs> all done in episode 20 uh yeah so the fun thing about today is uh, the Jack and Diets, we've got those. That's fun. Yeah. Is that what's fun? I don't know about Jack. I just have a Coke. Oh, yeah. oh, I see. See, I was thinking it's a no cursing, but it's okay for just a little Friday drinking, right? <laughs> On the podcast. Um, so tell us, remind me what's fun today, because I, I forgot. I'm Sorry, I made a joke, and that's a thing. Yeah, so what's fun today is we're going to have on some returning, we're going to have a returning guest on today actually that. you you missed that show i listened to it i i think i mastered <laughs> that was the, the audio first, that it. was the first <laughs> time i had to run the board by myself uh-huh. and uh that was that was a bit of an experience and uh but yes you did the mastering on that one so that would be and uh john john right? carruthers john, yeah john carruthers. so he was with uh the FBI, and he's moved into the private sector, and so we're going to chat with him about that. And then we have Gary Hayslip, who is a uh, author and uh, CISO, um, and uh, Macy Dennis, also, who is uh, a, a chief security officer for Evotech, and uh, he's been a customer. He was on the client side for 20-something years, law enforcement, and cleared cleared defense contractors and all that kind of stuff. So I think we're going to have a pretty cool geeky security talk with these guys and, and dive awesome. into stuff. So it should be fun. Awesome. Sounds great. So they'll be drop, they'll be coming in in about I don't know, ten minutes or so. So we've got we've got ten minutes to kill, Jeffrey. All right. 
uh, the other thing I was looking at was, you know, the reason we sort of started this thing, I was thinking about it yesterday, and I was looking over the list of, of guests that we've had over the, over the last year. It's been a little bit over a year that we started this thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we've had some pretty amazing guests. Yeah, we have. And I thought it would be fun to reminisce about the guests and, and kind of, you know, I, one of the things I was thinking about was we when we started this, sort of the idea was you and I have been able to have a lot of great conversations with people in technology and and leadership and all these things over the years and it was like hey let's let's try to bring those conversations to to our to the public to yeah. everybody yeah right? let's share that basically. let's share that it's yeah. cool and so we, let's share it so I, I really feel like you know we've been able to do that I was looking at the list and I was like hey we you know from from Shane Scaff um that was our first one right that was our first one and we kind of came out with a pretty pretty solid one there that actually is is one of our uh I think it's in the top three downloaded episodes. All right, is the Shane episode? Um, He's an interesting dude. Yeah, and with a great story too. Yeah, very inspiring on uh, the leadership journey as well as the technical one. Yeah, and uh, so he, he he's now a CEO. He you know when we talked to him, he was just uh, he was he's doing uh, like uh, what venture capital type startups and things like that. He has an incubator. <laughs> and uh he actually is a CEO now of one of those companies that he was that was in his incubator. Cool. So uh he's doing well. And then uh we had uh of course we had John Carruthers. We had um who else do we have, Jeffrey? Well, my favorite is one of our oh, yeah. non-traditional the, ones. Yeah. Uh I really liked uh the episode. Now I'm even wondering if we published it, but with uh, our friend Cliff uh, when we recorded on location, no, we never published the Cliff oh, one. Oh, did Actually, we publish the Bill one? We did. Okay, that's the one we published, and I like the Bill one. It's it's good. Um, but I just thought we learned a lot from Cliff about the, uh, you know, the concrete mixing and delivery business because that's that's the business he's in, and and we've known that for years. But you know, he sort of got into all the challenges with like how quickly you have to get the concrete there and what what they call a hot load and you know all the other. The DOT regulations and stuff. Uh, I don't yeah. know. I thought it was fascinating. It, you're welcome to go edit that one if you want. Uh, <laughs> take a look, listen to it. Uh, it. I thought the same thing, but when I tried to edit it, I I was having a hard time finding it really interesting. But, oh jeez. <laughs> uh, I agree with you. During the conversation, it seemed cool. I, I just it, Bill made the cut, but Cliff didn't, huh? The Bill one's actually pretty good. I thought the Bill. I like the Bill. I thought one. the Bill yeah. was kind of bad when I was doing it, <laughs> but I, it was funny after where I I uh, did the editing for That's it. That's true. So, but uh, but yeah, we have had a pretty decent amount of diversity, given that we um, uh, yeah, you're getting some poodle loving there. Hello, poodle. Um, pretty good diversity, given it's a technology and things podcast. We've done a good balance with the technology and the things, right? We had uh, Katie Temple. Who's a broadcaster? Um, you know, we've had yeah, the Katie uh, episode was uh, was actually really well downloaded as well. Yeah, and the Norm Feldheim one was is I think our number oh, that's one. A, that's a great one episode yeah. actually. Uh, the one I was surprised about was actually the Akbar Baja Biamila one. Um, it didn't get as much you know it, it sort of hits as I was expecting, but 
Well, it's a great, it's a great episode. They're they're all really great. I mean, I, I go back sometimes and just re-listen to them, and uh, I I hear stuff I didn't hear the first time. You know, it's weird when you're doing an interview when you're talking to someone. Um, I mean, it's engaging, but then when you listen to it and you're not having to be a part of the conversation, you can really hear some of the nuance that came out. Yeah, uh, that's uh, that's very true. Actually, with the Trey episode, after I listened to it back, I was like, oh. I thought of a bunch of other things to talk to him about and ask him about <laughs> that I didn't think of at the time. Yeah. Cause sometimes when you're during, when you're in the middle of the conversation, it, it's kind of can be difficult to, you're sort of in the moment and then you're not reflecting on it. So you lose a little bit, but, uh, but yeah, yeah. totally, totally. Um, Oh, we should mention Adium Tech. Actually, that was uh, those guys are uh, those guys are doing well. They they seem like they're. Uh, That's right. I forgot that we did them because we're doing multiple podcasts <laughs> yeah. and uh, streaming <laughs> events and things like that. I, I sometimes can't keep straight what we did on TNT and what we did in our other uh, recording. Form, yeah, we did an right. Adium yeah. Tech episode, and uh, I'm actually close to getting them to do a a bid for a. AV job at the house. Oh, so, great. Yeah. Great. Yeah. I've got a lot of jobs to do here. I just haven't, I haven't gotten there yet. If you know what I mean. We also had the data Buddha. Sean, Sean Walsh was, uh, that was really to, good. Fun to have the data Buddha back. And, uh, Evan Macbeth. Yeah. Evan was great. I was just, I was just going to mention Evan. Uh, he was, I think our first remote interview or maybe with the data Buddha was data Buddha was our first. Okay. But. So, yeah, <laughs> a little shake there. No problem, dog. Dog, dog shake. So, um, yeah, Evan did a did a great job. Very, very interesting. Uh, I liked uh, some of the stuff. You, I didn't realize how involved in local politics he was, and that's something we talked about uh, extensively. He definitely knows his politics. I mean, yeah, he was actually what the chairman of of the of one of the parties in, in his yeah township or uh, yeah totally. I know the East Coast has some different ways of. Dividing their yeah, you know, like, like, yeah, you know, like in the south, they they parishes, they, parishes, yes. <laughs> and you're like the guys, the parish. Are they? The, I mean, we started a new country to get away from all that parliamentary bull stuff, right? <laughs> I mean, like parish. So, oh, I have a question, Jeffrey. What? Yes, sir. What? What question do you have? Are you thinking about for the security guys? We're going to have sort of this really good mixture of people that are thinking security all day long i know you're kind Hmm. of a big privacy security guy i've been spending uh a lot of time the last uh, week or so uh watching videos and reading uh mostly watching videos that uh, have richard stallman in them Mm -hmm. are you familiar with richard stallman uh negative okay he is the founder of the free software foundation and also the original author of the emacs text editor uh, and he's still out there um, really uh, raising the cause for free software. Not free as in free beer, but free as in freedom of speech. Got it. Okay. Yep. And uh, so I don't know that that's a topic that the privacy guys will be uh, as uh, thrilled to talk about. <laughs> um, because I think, or I'm not, when I say privacy guys, I'm sorry, the security guys. Uh, I'm because I'm, I, you know, Richard's coming from a privacy perspective and uh, freedom of the user. Like, who's in control, really? 
And uh, one of the things he said that kind of clicked with me is he said, look, every program works for someone. And if the software is free, the program works for the user of the software. And if the program's not free, then it's working for the author of the software. Now, you know, it doesn't necessarily mean there's a bad thing if the software is working for the author, but then you have to trust that the author's motives are pure, right? Will the author want to sell some of your data? Will the author collect your data and use it in a way that you don't know? Uh, you know, you're trusting the author at that point. With free software, uh, you're, you have the control, right? Because the source is available to you. You're able to do what you want with it. Therefore, you really are, the user is really ultimately in control of it. And so I, th I think that's a kind of an interesting concept. Um, I think it's hard to implement in practice. Richard Stallman says he doesn't use anything but non-free software. Uh, that's hard to do. I mean, there is a lot of free software out there today. You can live a life only on free software, but it is difficult to do. I will tell you that. So a not, uh, uh, let's just pick some examples for the, for, uh, for, for the audience. Yeah. Okay. So let me throw out a couple of, of <laughs> any uh, examples. software, you know, is non-free. <laughs> so like outlook non-free. Yeah. That's a non-free software. That's, that's so he proprietary. would use that. No, he would, it's, he, he would not, not use, use that. It's proprietary. Okay. Yeah. Would he use a f Thunderbird? Uh, I believe so. I But I, I believe Thunderbird's free, but I'm not sure. I know it is free as in free beer, but I don't know if it's free as in uh, freedom of speech. See, he's very particular about like the licensing. Like, like Richard Stallman is really into the software licensing. So um, there's like four cardinal rules of free software and there's a rule zero as well. So there's, you know, they want to know that the source is open and available. They want to know that you can, you're free to redistribute it or modify it as you see fit. Um, he doesn't actually care whether you charge money for the software to him. That doesn't matter. It's whether you have the right to do whatever you like with it. And like I say, there are some keys. I'm not an expert in it. I, I can't remember it. I don't want to yeah, try yeah. to represent it, but uh, you know, Thunderbird could be free as in it doesn't cost you anything, but it might, might not be free as in you have all those rights and privileges to do what you please with it. Um, Facebook is a great example of something that is free as in free beer, right. but definitely not free as in yeah. freedom of speech because they collect your data and they sell it and they do whatever they please with it. Yeah, right? so. yeah. What's an example of a software that he would use? Okay. Uh, I'll give you a great one because there's a parallel. Besides Emacs. Yeah. Emacs is obviously uh, yeah. the original. Uh, I mean, it, Emacs is a great example of people knew more about it because tons of people have built modules and all kinds of things. Like you can basically do everything in Emacs. It's like an operating system. Right. Um, so it's an interesting example, but no one knows anything about it. So I think one people would know about would be um, Microsoft Office. Almost everyone uses that in their daily work to write you know, Word documents, spreadsheets, presentations. So there is a product called LibreOffice, which is free software, and it is compatible with Microsoft Office in almost all ways, uh, you know, and it, it, it does the job. And, and I've actually been using LibreOffice on my Mac, and uh, it's fine. Like, you can totally use LibreOffice uh, as a replacement for Microsoft Office, where there are challenges is if you send me like an Excel spreadsheet, I will totally be able to open it and modify it. But if I send it back to you, there could be some formatting things that change just because that's the thing with compatible formats is it doesn't matter if it's compatible, like, you know, yeah. different programs opening and changing it. It's going to look different. Um, but yeah, LibreOffice would be a great example. Um, 
Interesting. And like, for instance, like Apache is a free and open source web server that many people use. And I'm pretty sure Richard Stallman does not like Apache because they don't use a license, which is, you know, like, which he favors. So their license has, I don't know, some restrictions or I, I want to say that he, he wants to see a license that says any derivative works are also covered. Right. So that like if someone takes Apache and modifies it into something else, they can't then turn that into a proprietary piece of software that like if I wrote Apache and I give it away for free, any derivative works must also be free. Right. I think that's the key for him in, in Apache. But like I say, I'm not I'm not an expert in it. I don't know that our, our security friends will be as interested in that. But it is, you know, like. It's it's security for each and every person, right? Oh, like yeah. not necessarily security as in for an organization or a nation. 